the dad bod of destiny will begin in a moment okay b and f should be good i think seems a bit wobbly and now uh hmm attach the l piece to piece nine l to nine why would you mix letters and numbers? Why would you mix letters and numbers? What are you bellowing about? These instructions! They make no sense! Why couldn't you just buy a whole chair? A fully built chair! Instead, you leave me with this pile of shrapnel and these insanely impractical instructions. Did a lunatic write these? Calm down, you nutjob. I bought the chair from a very reputable carpenter in town. Got a great deal on it. The only caveat is that it requires a little assembly is all. Does this look like a little assembly to you? I mean, look at this. Is that a nine on this piece or, or a six? Or is it a lowercase a? Or maybe it's an upside down b. And, and what is this? Five legs? Do you know any chairs with five legs? Hmm? Are you certain you even bought a chair? You need to calm down. I've been promised it's a great chair, ideal for lumbar support. Just keep at it. Rome wasn't built in a day. What is a Rome? And was it built in two days? Because that's how long I've been fiddling with these... these... sticks! I'm just going to leave you alone to focus. How about I launch into the story, and when you've had time to relax, then we can have an adult discussion about why it's taking you so long to put together a simple chair. Are you insinuating I'm not being an adult right now? Yeesh. Okay, I'm just going to get started. You don't mind if I use your chair, I assume. <sighs> Thanks a bunch. Okay, now, where were we? Oh, yes. Doug had just bravely defeated a toddler-sized goblin in the Empress's Colosseum before being unceremoniously dragged back to his quarters. The Dadbot of Destiny podcast is brought to you by the Vacationeer Travel Agency. The Vacationeer is a platinum-level authorized Disney vacation planner agency. Have your next Disney or Universal adventure planned by a pro by going to vacationeer.com slash dadbot or calling 833-469-8747 today. Now, back to the Dadbot of Destiny. Will you ease up on the grip? I'm not going anywhere. If you want to survive long enough to face off against me, you're going to have to toughen up, milksop. Sleep well, chosen one. You'll need your strength. Hairbrain flea bag didn't even bring me back to the right cell. What am I going to do? That goblin was a pushover, but I'm certain the next challenger won't be so... fragile. Ugh. What's the matter there, big fella? Huh? Who said that? 
Over here. I don't. Down a little more. Oh, what in Sam Hill? Are you, are you a talking chihuahua? Haven't seen any designer breeds since I've landed here. Uh, a what? It's a small dog. Well, if you can call it a dog. Eh, I'm a man, same as you. Well, I was until those rotten werewolves got a hold of me and that goofy warlock tried to cast one of his spells on me. He tried to turn you into a werewolf? I assume so, but he fought it in the middle of his weird ritual. Oh, oh, a real whopper it was. And that apparently disrupted his concentration. Evidently, I am what happens when you interrupt a spell with some unexpected stale wind. Well, you're adorable, if that's any consolation. Not really. Say, what's your name, pal? Name's Doug. And you? They call me Buttercup. Buttercup? That's your real name. No, they just call me that on account of my looks. My real name? Trevartka Mistervang. Try... Var... Well, it's nice to meet you, Buttercup. I'm guessing you just come back from the fighting pit. Oh, yeah. <sighs> well, looks like you survived another day. So there's no need to be so down on yourself. Enjoy the moment, though fleeting. I'm no fighter. Hard to count my blessings when my days are numbered. Nonsense. If I've managed to find success in the Coliseum, so can you. They put you in the Coliseum? Sorry, better question. You won battles in the arena? No offense, but you're so tiny. Size ain't everything, Doug. Oh, believe me, I know quite a bit about size. I can see. Uh, you can use that to your advantage, though. Cultivate it. Carve out a stronger, better you. You just need a little discipline, is all. Ugh, I wish I could, but I don't see the point. We're not getting out of here. Not ever. You nor me. We're stuck, Buttercup. You've seen the Empress. You've seen her army. What hope is there? Hope? No matter how small can overcome any adversity. Yeah. Did you steal that from a Pixar movie? Um, sure, yeah, that, that brings you fortune. Listen, Doug, if you're willing, I can help you. Unless you have the keys to this cell, there's nothing you can do to help me. Suit yourself. By the way, something fell out of your pocket earlier when they tossed you in here. Huh? Oh, the bark! I can't believe I forgot about it. Hey, I uh, hope you don't mind my asking, but why are you fawning over that little piece of bark like some lovesick mama bird? This. You see? The letter here? They're the initials of my wife and children. This here's mine. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry? Well, I'm assuming something must have happened to them for you to have given up all hope of getting out of here. What do you mean? I'm just saying, if I had a family on the outside, you wouldn't see me giving up so easily. I never said I'm giving up. Turning down my help and wallowing on the floor of that cell sure gives off the impression of someone who's given up. I haven't given up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Listen, I'd never give up on my family. Then, will you accept my help? Why do you want to help me so badly? Because 
every win from the little folks in the Coliseum is another demoralized soldier. If her army can see that it's a whatever you call me, and a common countryman like you can best their finest, then perhaps they'll think twice about invading the next town or hamlet. Me and you can be an inspiration, Doug. You really think so? Hope prevents me from seeing it any other way. But what exactly did you have in mind? Spending so long in these chambers, I've had ample time and opportunity to perfect the optimal training program. Training program? Like exercise? Precisely. <laughs> I'll have you losing that gut and kicking butt in no time at all. What say you? I... If not for you, then for your family. I'm in. a boy. This is asinine! None of this makes sense! Will you shut up? We're about to enter a montage. A montage? Yes, a rapid cycling of character-focused events. I know what a montage is, but surely you don't intend to narrate one. Ugh. There's no way a montage works in an audio medium. Well, there's only one way to find out. Here we see Doug engaging in some crucial core exercises. Are you sure I'm doing these right? Yes. Your stomach is just getting in the way is all. Just keep at it and the problem will solve itself. And now, Doug is shadowboxing the bars of his cell. Ow! My hand! Embrace the pain, Doug. Though, let's not try to punch metal again if we can help it. Oh, and now we find Doug meditating. Mm. I think he's just sleeping. Huh? Oh, well, then let's move on to the next scene. Ah, here we are. Doug is doing some squats. <laughs> Ah, uh, I think you should cut away from this one. Why? He's not doing squats. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's lowering himself onto his bedpan. Oh. Oh. Uh. Uh, maybe this montage thing doesn't translate well without visual cues. That's what I said. I don't remember you saying any such thing. Anyway, just take my word. Doug is putting in the work. Yes, so perhaps we move on to something else while he flops about like a beached whale in his cell? Don't tell me what to do. Focus on finishing up that chair instead. <clears throat> and now we'll move on to something else. Let's check in with Doug's boon companions and uncover why Thin Dog's master plan involves a visit with the dreaded fairy godmother. We're getting awfully close to the fairy godmother, and we can't risk this... this... lovely, adorable... Oh, maddening donkey giving away our position. Ah, uh, this could be a problem. I even caught him trying to drink the magic water from the jar earlier. But we can't hold Sparrow around without him. <laughs> Ugh. And you're certain the fairy godmother will still be at the tavern? Yes, she'd usually stay for a couple of weeks. 
check up on our progress. Make sure we were keeping pace with the tunnels. Oh, I'm just nervous is all. Nonsense. Remember her face blindness for dwarves? It'll all work out if I go in there alone. Surely her face blindness can't be that bad. Yeah, she once mistook the dwarf she was having dinner with, with the waiter serving the table. Oh. And she'd known that dwarf for 20 years. Oh, okay. You should be fine then. <coughs> Ugh, but we really need to do something about the donkey. I want us to be close in case anything goes awry, but we can't get near with this bellowing burrow making a ruckus. I... I think I can help with that. <laughs> Whoa, Sprout. You sound older. When did that happen? This donkey's incessant brain has aged me these past few days. My. Well, you say there's something you could do to remedy this animal's, uh, irksomeness? I haven't tried something like this since I fixed Doug's shoulder all those months ago. But I feel the well of magic within me getting fuller. I think it's time I use some of it to help us get out of this jam. What do you have in mind? Yeah, never mind. Just get on with it. Hopefully I remember how to do this. Okay, here we go. Oh, how lovely. Shh, I need to concentrate my energy. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Shush, you're just as bad as Doug. <gasps> a fruit! A fruit just materialized on your limb! Wow, amazing, Sprout! Take the fruit. Feed it to the donkey. Oh, why? Is it magic? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, Cavalera, uh, care to help? It's a little out of my reach. Sure thing, thin dog. Say, Sprout, if you were gonna pour a bunch of magic into creating a magical fruit, why didn't you... Ah, oh, there it is. But why didn't you just pour a little of the magic into that fruit that's already maturing on your other limb there? My bud? Oh, well, I suppose it's more than a bud now, isn't it? Um, yeah, I'm not ready to part with that yet. All right. Well, anyway, here you are, donkey. Eat up. Oh, that is foul. Yeesh. Easy there, bud. Make sure you chew it whole. Ah, there you are. Was it a spell of silence? If so, wonderful. Not quite. Ah, what's happening to the donkey? Goodness gracious, it's melting. It's not melting. Just hold on a moment. <gasps> wow! Incredible, Sprout! You turned our donkey into a... a regal majestic horse! Yep, that one sure took a lot out of me, though. Ugh. I think I will name him Bray, so we don't forget how annoying he used to sound. Bray? Yeah, I like it. I as well. Well, I am beat. Does I'll be performing... Any miracles like that anytime soon? Your sacrifice is truly appreciated. Now we can lay low on standby while Thin Dog treats with the fair godmother. Yes, perfect. Speaking of which, the sun's getting a bit low, so I should hop to it. Oh, wish me luck, everyone. Oh, please do be careful, Thin Dog. Seriously, the fact that we're risking everything in the hope that her face blindness is as bad as you say 
This is a bit worrisome. As the sulky and tree lay low and unseen, the modest dwarf finds himself facing the out-of-place, ornate door in the rear of the tavern. <sighs> okay, you got this. Oh, Dad, I'm not expecting any company. William, uh, Frito! Uh, where are those aimless buffoons? Uh, just come in. Uh, hi there, Miss Godmother, sir, er, uh, madam. You? Who are you? Oh, yes, uh, hello, I am, I'm Thin, I'm Thimothy. Thimothy? <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, how are you? Got the pleasantries, dwarf. What do you want? Oh, yes, sorry. Uh, I'm I'm here to impart a fairly advantageous proposition of sorts. Uh... Um, so, you know the Empress? Yeah, she's a real mean git, right? Well, we, uh, actually, me and some companions have found a way to thwart her, uh, conquest with your help, of course. What? are you brattling on about? I'm very busy. Well, I was assuming you'd be interested in putting an end to the Empress, seeing as you and she have a pretty contemptuous relationship, but with her blocking your trade routes and all? I still have plenty of land to, uh, carry out my business. Yes, but if the Empress is allowed to continue her conquest, your market is sure to shrink and shrink until there's nothing left. You presume she can control me and my business? I, well... Godmother, you caught him! Oh, no, I forgot about the pixie. You caught that rapscallion. Maybe we could persuade him to snitch on the whereabouts of his co-conspirators. First, how dare you interrupt me? Sorry, Godmother. I, I just... Second, what are you on about? The dwarf, Godmother. It's the dwarf that escaped. The one that was accompanying that fat fellow, the blue lady, the elf, and the tree. Do you really think I'd be so blind as to not recognize someone who's wrong to me? I, well, I mean... Huh, wait, wait a second. Godmother, Godmother, look at who we found. Wilma, Fringe, what's the meaning of this? It's Willard and Fritz, you... Ugh. But anyway, you're sure gonna be pleased with us. Get in here, old blue. Cavalera? Oh, sorry, friend. Discovered them just beyond the tree line. They had this horse with them that was making a racket. Winnie like crazy. There was more than one? Yeah, they had this talking tree with them again, but it's way too big to fit in the building. How is it you're even more annoying than the horse? Yeah, looks like the tubby fella and the elf are missing, though. Wait, the blue lady, the tree, that means you, you're that Filthy, scheming dwarf! Uh, wait, wait, we, we can explain. Right, Cavaliera? Ah, uh, well, I don't know. How far did you get in your pitch? Tell us why we shouldn't feed you to the fishes. Well, because I'm actually friends with quite a lot of the fishes, so it could be a bit awkward. Quiet, you. Hey, take it easy. Oh, uh, wait a second. 
You're the one who was hit with that hair growth potion. Oh my, your hair. It's so luscious. You think? It has so much sheen. I can practically see my reflection in it. Aw, shucks. Well, at first I saw it as a curse, but, but once Frintz helped me get it under control, it really improved my confidence. It's really the best thing that ever happened to him. Will you... Oh, shut it! Huh? Oh, oh, sorry. Right. Where were we? Oh, yeah. Which one would you like us to kill first, Godmother? Wait, 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 wait. Can you at least listen to my entire pitch before you kill us? Hmm. I suppose I can humor you for a spell. Really? Quiet, Foletto. Yes, sorry. Me and my companions here believe we found a way to, uh, dispose of the Empress. Reclaim the lands to the north. Are you familiar with the prophecy? Of course she is. The champion arrives in pale skin trousers, delivering due justice to Empress espousers. He, a tree, and his merry band of three will bloody bloody bleedy bleed. What of it? We've found the hero of which the prophecy speaks. He's right, and you've met him. Preposterous. The godmother is too sharp to have missed such a thing. She speaks the truth. You've all met him, as a matter of fact. Even this handsome young man beside me. Who? Oh, oh you're talking about me? My hair really is wonderful, isn't it? Out with it. Who was the it? The hero of the prophecy is Doug. Doug? Who the heck is Doug? The, uh, oh, uh, the, oh, this is awful. But he was the plump fella who was with us last time. <laughs> you expect us to believe that he is the hero of the prophecy? It's the truth. But he's been captured by the Empress. I don't know how much time we have, but I know that with your help, Fairy Godmother, we can free him. Aye, and when we freed him, he can carry out the remainder of the prophecy, which, if you remember, is delivering due justice to Empress Espousers. With his help, we can put a stop to the Empress's madness. With her gone, your tunnels can stretch to the very edge of Vesteria. This is ludicrous! Surely the Godmother isn't going to- Quiet now, Faletto. I can speak for myself. And it's just so happened that I've made my decision. And an awfully quick one at that. You guys are in for it now. <laughs> yes, I see you now. There never was a solution to this puzzle. You're just trying to drive me insane. <laughs> it all makes sense. First Rowena, and now this. <sighs> Will you settle down? Here, stand still. Ow! Hand me a piece of that shattered leg over there. Here, and please tell me you're using it to end my torment. Not in the way you'd hope, I'm afraid. Hmm, let's see if I remember how to do this. Ah, yes. Splintered wood and limp hair, pieces scattered here and there. Assemble all, no parts to spare. The thing to be, a rocking chair. No, 
No, no, no, no, no, no, no, no, no, no, no, no, no! You could have done that this whole time! Well, I didn't want to take any strands from your already thinning hair. Oh, thinning hair? And why must all of your spells involve strands of hair? It's gross. Oh, relax and enjoy the rest of the story. I'm just about to wrap it up. <sighs> and to round out the misfit companions of this sideways adventure, we rejoin the pitiable, self-exiled elf, Amoebe. Virali, monarch of the Timber Throne. With my grand tidings, I present to you a gift. Oh, this flowery formal speech of this court makes me want to puke. Zorleji, how wonderful it is to see you've returned from your excursion. Thank you, Monarch Parali. It was a long and arduous eight hours, with only one half-hour break to spare. The life of a ranger is certainly burdensome, only suited for the strong of art and will. Now, you speak of a gift. This I do. Bring forth the prisoner. Hey, 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 hands off. I'm perfectly capable of walking on my own, thank you. And I'm no prisoner. I can easily get out of these binds. See? Those were no binds and may be the shamed. They were preternatural bracelets meant to honour the spirits of the court. Oh, brother. Oh, what a gift indeed, dear Zoleji. You've performed magnificently. Never would I thought I'd see the day that the disloyal and deceitful Amoebe step another foot into this court. Truly the withering has stripped the land so bare that not even the most crafty of creatures can hide. But now, now that you've been brought into the air and seem to be breathing it as well as any of us, perhaps now you can explain yourself, daughter. Ah, just the homecoming I was expecting. <laughs> Great to see you too, mother. Stay tuned for the next episode of The Dad Bot of Destiny, created by Jason Lettingham. Written by Stephen Chisholm, Sophie Castagna, Aaron Webbs, and Jason Lettingham. This podcast is sponsored by The Vacationeer, Digital Lux 22, CJ's Magical Fireworks, and RocketShirts.net. Get shirt done in days, not weeks. For a full list of cast and crew, go to jasonluddingham.com slash dbodpod. And follow us on Twitter at dbodpod. Thanks for listening.